Hi, welcome back to On The Moon, the podcast. This is Mina and I'm so happy to have you back here and I'm so happy to be here again just talking to my microphone. Before I get into today's episode, I just want to talk a little bit about um, having taken a break from it. Uh, I really enjoy talking to you guys through, you know, your AirPods or whatever, but I just kind of had to because... It's just been like such an overwhelming couple of months just, you know, existing in this world. Um, not necessarily just for me. I think everyone can relate on a, on some sort of a level. Um, obviously, the whole thing with Turkey leaving the Istanbul Convention, something I personally was definitely campaigning a lot for, has upset me quite a bit. And I didn't really want to release something where I was having fun around that time. And I actually have something very, very exciting coming up in relation to that. Um, I have a very exciting guest in the next couple of weeks. Um, so we're going to talk a lot about that. Um, but I actually did record this podcast. Um, so I was literally mid-anxiety attack, sat under a tree in Regent's Park during probably one of the rainiest Saturdays of all time. Um, I was there for like a good hour and a half because I just felt so suffocated being in like a flat in central London and I kind of felt like I needed to escape but obviously I can't really I can't drive so I can't drive myself to the countryside I can't hop on a plane and go to Bali even though I really really want to so I chose the nearest green place which was Regent's Park even though I was kind of in the middle of quote-unquote green, I could still hear people com people's conversations about what pub to go to or just cars passing by, so it wasn't really an escape. But at least it helped me calm down that day. Um, so I did record this, but then I was like, okay, um, so one, I didn't really sound super sane, not that I was sane, um, and also the wind sort of sabotaged me, but it was probably for the best, I would say. Um, so today, it's been like two weeks since that and I'm in a much, much better space, just like a better headspace mentally. And that might have a lot to do with the sun actually coming out and showing itself. But you know what? I'm just going to ride the waves. I'm just going to trust that I am cured and the vitamin D that is from the sun instead of a bottle I mean, like a vitamin bottle, not alcohol. I don't think that exists. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just going to assume that now that it's spring and we're going to go into summer, life is going to be better for me. <laughs> but yeah, today I wanted to, I just wanted us to reflect a little, you know. And I feel like this episode is one where you can kind of take a lot from what I'm saying and apply it to your life. So definitely take... A notebook and a pen or like just your notes app whatever's easiest because man like what a year it's been what a year it's been honestly I've been doing a lot of reflecting and reminiscing about the past and just thinking and like we're probably going through the hardest period of time that our generation has seen and I've been absolutely lucky and privileged enough to live it safely in a country where things are sort of being managed properly. I don't even know. But mentally, it's been such a strange and challenging year to live through. And this kind of made me think, if I could go back in time to March 2020, 
first of all, who would I see? Like, would I even be the same person? Absolutely not. This time last year, I was working at Harrods, going out to the pub every Friday, um, doing my master's, but there was strikes, so I wasn't really going. I was taking the tube pretty much every day, obviously without a mask and without my usual hand sunny attached to my bag. I was seeing friends all the time. I was definitely still relying on alcohol for fun, and that was kind of a must in my week. Like, if I didn't go out to the pub and, you know, get sloshed. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't really be like, I lived that week, you know. I know that this is quite hot and, like, sad to say, but I was still quite fresh out of, quote-unquote, uni culture that my understanding of fun and my understanding of things that are in my routine were very, very much the mindset of, a 20-something, like an early 20-something. I know I'm still 20-something, okay? I'm not that old. <laughs> but of like maybe a 21-year-old. And this year, even though we have aged just one year, you know, it hasn't been that long, I still feel like it has completely shaped me in, in, in like, if it wasn't a pandemic, this whole shifting of my mentality would have probably happened in like 10 years not one year. <laughs> and one other thing that like I realized is I was doing all my workouts as a way of punishing myself instead of celebrating my body and celebrating everything that my body can do. And I'll touch on that later, but COVID kind of taught me that. And again, that's been such a massive mental shift for me. So I was doing all of that. And then the world literally stopped. Everything we believed in, everything we took for granted, everything we thought was the normal or everything we thought was the way things were, it all changed and a massive transformation started. I look back and I think that was, for me at least, around like March 2020 when I lived through the last few days of, you know, the normal. You can't see my air quotes, but I have air quotes like the normal of like going out, getting drunk, blah, blah. And obviously like going to uni. <laughs> I went to my last uni class probably in, I want to say February. It's probably like early February as well. So I was still in very much that mindset. And yeah, so this transformation started. I'm not going to romanticize it because it's quite, it's been a shit year, like for the world, it's been so bad. And all of this transformation came because of how shit it was. Like I'm in no way romanticizing it. I know there's a lot of, there were a lot of articles being like, the world is healing itself. Like there's deer in parks again, there's dolphins in the blah, like, no. Um, all of that was because we stopped the horrible way that we were treating the planet. But I'm not going to get into the whole sustainability discourse because if I do, I'm not going to stop talking about it. So that's for another episode, my friend. Yeah, personally, when I look back at the last year, I honestly don't even recognize who I was before 2020. And obviously, for us, zillennials slash Gen Z slash whatever, we're still growing and becoming actual adults. But wow. <laughs> Everything that I thought was solid had seemed to slide away forcefully and I didn't realize it at the time, but 
It was all to make space for new things. So I started thinking, um, what would I say to past Mina? Like, what would I even think of past Mina if I saw her? She was so clueless about what is going to happen to her world, both like the physical one she lives in, planet Earth, and the one that she thinks is stable, sort of her mental world that she thinks was so already set, like all the boundaries that she thought were just never going to be pushed. And if I, if I could look at her, which I am through, <laughs> through looking at my old photos and stuff, but obviously that doesn't really say much. But you know, when you look at a photo, you can most of the time remember the exact setting that you were in, even though the photo is like a smiley one, you can kind of remember the anxieties you had. That was me. I was so bothered by material things, the way I looked and the way people perceived me and their opinions on me. I was so fixated on my outside appearance and perception that I completely neglected the inside one. And I felt like I had to say yes to everything because my biggest fear was that I would upset people. And the idea that not everyone might not like me was literally the scariest thing on earth to me. Like, oh my God, if you were like, oh, blah, blah, said she doesn't like you, I would literally like be upset over that for like a week. <laughs> I would probably bother my friends being like, what did I do? Um, but I think when you start realizing that people not liking you isn't the worst thing in the world, when there's an actual pandemic, like a deadly virus killing millions of people, it kind of gives you a reality check. You're like, okay, you don't matter that much, you know, but also people's perception of you, it's always from the outside. So it really, really just doesn't matter. <laughs> so this year forced me to be quite literally alone with myself and reflect inwards so much that instead of wanting people to perceive me as this perfect person, I actually really started to crave my own acceptance and validation instead of constantly trying to please people that I barely knew just because I thought it meant something, whereas it absolutely did not. Like now I look back and the people that I was scared that wouldn't like me, I don't even know who they like. I don't even remember them. <laughs> if I could go back in time, hop on a DeLorean with Marty McFly and Dr. Emmett Brown. Um, first of all, that would be so cool. That's like my favorite film series of all time. No offense, Lord of the Rings. I still love you. But Back to the Future is just something else. It's just, you know, it's just so niche. And I feel like it doesn't get the appreciation that it deserves. But anyways, to, back to the point. <laughs> If I could do that, hop on a DeLorean, go back in time to March 2020, there definitely would be some things that I would tell my old self. And I'm talking things past the whole, like, don't worry, you're not actually going to run out of toilet paper or you will be able to buy hand sanity at some point. It's okay. You don't have to order some weird dodgy stuff from eBay. It's all good. You can get masks, but also maybe you should start wearing masks, you know? Um, and also buying Sims to the entire extension pack is absolutely not a mistake. I would definitely encourage her to do it again and actually do it again earlier. But anyways, and then I would just sit her down and be like, okay, we're going to get a bit deep here. We're going to talk about our feelings a little bit, you know, because things are about to go down and you think you're invincible and you think you can handle anything, but babes, 
you absolutely cannot like you can but like you will have to build up to that and it's completely okay to not be invincible you know no one is invincible and I think I would firstly tell her that no matter what she does there is absolutely no easy way of preparing for the year ahead it's going to be a roller coaster it's going to be something that she never experienced before so besides giving myself some more you know, book and film recommendations to pass the time, it probably would be super hard to prepare myself mentally. The most important thing also I would want to tell her would be to stop stressing about everything and that for once in your life, life is going to throw a massive curveball at you and you really won't be able to control anything at all. But also, also, imagine telling that to a 20-something-year-old that's about to graduate in the hands of a global pandemic, her master's cut absolutely completely short. Like, okay, saying that probably wouldn't do much, but I think that's also, like, me now saying that to my past self is showing that I have now learned all of that. I would also say that, you know, losing friends or drifting apart with people is completely okay, And the period you're getting into right now is challenging for everyone in so, so many different ways. And sometimes people you think that you're, you know, together for life, like it just doesn't work out. And I'm completely talking about friendships, by the way. No tea here. Um, But yeah, I also asked you guys on Instagram to see what you would tell your past selves. And there are some really funny ones, which I am absolutely on board with. Um, I think someone was like, buy all equities at market low. Girl, yeah. I would tell myself to buy Dogecoin and buy GameStop. Like now. Just go for it. Absolutely go for it. (laughs) And also, I do want to kind of have a little bit of a chat about Um, cryptos and like stocks in general because I've been learning so much about all of that in my new job and yeah it's just fun yeah I would literally be like put all your money in GameStop (laughs) so someone said don't postpone and this was the one that got the most likes because everyone seemed to have agreed with it yes absolutely I've seen so many posts being like, oh, only if I could go back to like February 2020 and say yes to all of those things that I wanted to go to and like go out every night. Like I do get that, but also, you know, you would you would get bored of it. Whereas now, now that we know that it's like we're not going to have like social life forever, like we might just like have to go back into lockdown. I feel like now it's good because we now value it. And even though I agree with that, I realize that the things that I want to do isn't just to get like drunk in a bar, but to actually have conversations with my friends where I can see their faces and I can hug them, you know, obviously with masks. But yeah, just not staring into people's faces through a screen all the time. Someone said, I would say, I know it's hard, but have a day without your phone and spend time with your family. Absolutely. My screen time has gone up so, so much in the past year. And there have been so many weeks where I just didn't see my family at all. 
And yeah, it's definitely so important to value those things when you can do them. Someone said, I would say you're in for a long and rough ride, but you're strong as hell. So you got this. Absolutely. I love that so much. Just just like knowing that you can get through it. And I feel like that is us now, especially our generation. Now that we are sort of, I don't want to say we've gotten over it because I'm not sure we have yet. But now that we're close to the end, hopefully, fingers crossed, we know we're strong. Like we know we can tackle all of this. Someone said if you survive 2020, you can survive childbirth, baby. And oh my God. Yes, please. (laughs) Childbirth scares the shit out of me, but I absolutely love that. Someone said in French, il faut cultiver ton jardin. And yes, that's um, Candide from Voltaire. And absolutely just like feeding your brain with things that are inspirational. I think that's what I would tell myself. And I kind of did that. Like I got back into the habit of reading every single day in 2020. And that was probably one of the best things that I've done because I still tried to do that every single day. And even though I try not to set my Goodreads um, challenge too high because I stress myself out. But yeah, we're getting there. Someone said, I'd say the state of uncertainty of all things will slowly fade and you will get better at dealing with situations in which you can feel like you're not in control. And in the meantime, enjoy the opportunity you're given to spend time with your family, read books in the sun and be introspective. Also, yes, absolutely go clubbing on a Tuesday night. Love that. And yeah, I just, if I could go back in time and store some sunshine to to bring to the cold winter months that we just went through, I feel like I definitely wouldn't um, have been as like depressed as I was in the past few months. Someone said, get ready to learn, learn and learn. Yes, I think this whole year was just a massive lesson for us. And obviously it was hard and it is still hard. It's not over. COVID is definitely not over. Um, even though we might be sort of going in and out of lockdowns. But yeah, I'm trying to treat it as a lesson. And we can say so many things to our past selves, but it really wouldn't change the present. But it's really important to just reflect on it. So I have some questions for us. Um, I have these for myself as well. Um, If you want to take some notes, you can write these down and then maybe journal about them later. I definitely will. So first of all, what advice would you give to your old self? Would you tell them to do anything differently? And would you reassure them about the chaos to come? Then what lessons would you say that you've learned from the past year? Like what are the things that are now sort of embedded in your brain, sort of in your routine and everything? And finally, how have you changed for better? And how have you changed for worse? I know these are deep ones, but if you want to share them with me, feel free to do so. I will share mine with you as well. (sighs) I think the past year is always seen as a horrible one, but I definitely feel like personally, I've learned how to be self-sufficient and independent too. I started living alone for the first time in my life as we were entering the second lockdown here in London. And then I got COVID while living alone And it was still one of the hardest things I had to live through. And also to actually starting a full-time job at home without having met any of my colleagues in person, which is kind of sad, but they're all very nice. So it's nice. But 
if I said all of these things to Mina last year, she probably would have been like, what? <laughs> Pro not probably in an annoying American accent because I don't have that. But anyways. And moving forward after this year, it taught me that I want to have more discipline when it comes to my self-care because it is so easy for us to slip into ruts and just not take care of ourselves. Or I don't want to talk for everyone, but absolutely that's been the case for me. There is, there's been so many weeks, um, actually in the recent couple of weeks as well, that's kind of why I wanted to take a break, um, that I just didn't even take care of myself properly. Like I wasn't even taking my vitamins properly, you know? And when it gets to that, like I wasn't drinking enough water, when it gets to that, you just know that you need to shake yourself a little bit and get back into it because like self-care isn't something glamorous. Self-care is just doing things that make you feel good and make you feel healthy and just make you like give you serotonin you know it's so important so I want to have more discipline when it comes to that so that I can keep going with it and I've also recently realized the power of writing things down I know this sounds so simple so so simple and a conversation I had with a friend in the past weekend while enjoying the London sun further inspired me. So shout out to my organ organizational guru. Because <laughs> even writing stuff down, like make bed <laughs> on your to-do list, gives you a little push to do more. Even when you feel like you really just don't want to do anything. Just write down, make bed, brush teeth, wash face, drink water. <laughs> it's not the pressure of having to tick it even though as a Virgo I can I can't really say that I don't have that urge but it's more like staying true to your past self that wrote that list for you if you two hours ago said that you deserve to drink two liters of water or you two hours ago thought that you deserved having clean laundry then you you just owe it to yourself you just owe it to yourself two hours ago because she or he or they thought you were worth doing those things. So you absolutely just should honor that, you know, you just need to stay true to yourself and do that. One more thing I have sort of been working on in the past year is focusing more on doing my yoga as a way of supporting my mental health and celebrating my body and the strength it has and has been building. I have actually, I've actually been doing yoga for the past, like, I think five-ish years, but I never really posted about it on Instagram properly. So if people are like seeing my yoga content now, um, they might be like, oh, nice, cool. After rugby and dance and Peloton and everything, now she's taking something new up again. But no, I'm not. I always sort of saw it as a workout. And something where I had to push myself hard, where I had to be dripping in sweat and everything. So that has sort of shifted for me over lockdown. Because even when we were stuck in the house, if I got on my mat and put some mantras on and lit some incense, just put my lights on and close my eyes, I could be somewhere else. I didn't have to be in central London. I could be free from my anxieties. I could be free from my responsibilities. I could be free from all earthly things that I have to be doing. 
So I finally rearranged my living room to create a designated space for my mat where it lives always. I don't roll it up. It just lives there. It just lives on the corner of my living room, which makes me so happy because it has completely taken my practice to another level and I can just step on my mat whenever I feel like it. I mean, when I take lunch, if I have an extra 15 minutes, I just do some sun salutations. I do some digestive yoga that helps me digest. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's been so, so refreshing to just have a space for my practice. And I know that even if I don't feel like doing any yoga, I know that I don't have to push myself. I know that I don't have to do like 20 chaturangas. I don't have to do any push-ups. I just have to get on my mat and just go where my body wants to take me that day. And because I approach it with this mindset, oftentimes I get on it being like, oh, I'm just going to do some yin, you know, just, just do some restorative flows just to calm my brain down. And then I just find myself um, <laughs> in, an, in an Ashtanga class 50 minutes later. And that's also kind of why I've been posting more about it on social media, as I don't see it as something I have to do to get abs or lose weight. And instead, it's quite literally the way that I've been winding down. And I always love seeing other people posting about the ways that they kind of take care of themselves. So I really like posting them. And also in the five slash six years of yoga that I've been doing, I never used to attempt inversions because I always had a mental block that if I tried it, I just wouldn't be able to do it. And I would face plant, I would fall, I would, you know, break a bone, whatever. It's just silly things that I believed in. And with 2020, I've seen all of the things that are possible. If my world can completely shift in a month, then I can do a freaking handstand. (laughs) And I've been working on them bit by bit. And it is just so amazing to see my strength go up literally day by day. And to say fuck you to my little inner saboteur saying I won't be able to do it. That makes me so happy. And if you've been intrigued about doing yoga, I completely recommend it. You can message me about some um, more recommendations if you want anything specific. But yes, watch this space because there's a lot more coming in regards to that. And I just want to say whatever you want to work on mentally, practice and all is coming. The world will make space for it. So I think that's pretty much it for me today. I think it's just been a long ass monologue from me and I actually feel so good to have shared all of this with you now. Um, I also want to hear from you. What habits have you incorporated in your life in the past year and has your experience reflecting back been similar to mine? And if so, in what ways? If not, how has it been for you? I would absolutely love to hear it because it's been such a strange and challenging year for all of us. And it's been different. We've all gone through it in such different ways. But I just want to tell you, if you're going through it, that's normal. Just know that you're not in it alone. If you also want to go to your nearest park, sit down in the rain for two hours, hugging a tree, you know what? I back you. That is completely normal. 
And I think you definitely should go for it if that's going to make you feel good. Because it made me feel good. Earth power. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so, so much for chatting with me. I enjoy this so much. And as I said, I have something so, so exciting coming up in the next few weeks. And in the meanwhile, if you want to further discuss this with me, always feel free to DM me on Insta. And yeah, cool. I will catch you later.